Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith Podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So... Thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your host, Britney N. Smith, and I'm your favorite brand designer and strategist. And here we are on the Britney Smith Podcast, where I aim to inspire you as well as inform you as it relates to not just being an entrepreneur, but being a woman, being a person who wears many hats, being the go-to person for everybody else, um, and being that strong one. And really, sometimes just we, we need support. If we can be honest, we need support, we need motivation, we need encouragement. Um, And so that's the point of this show. So if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining us today. Super excited to have you. And if you're not new to this space, welcome back, girl. Welcome back. Um, So today's episode is going to be quite the inspiring episode. I have my new friend all the way from the UK. Her name is Tracy Montgomery, and she is a menopause in the workplace coach, which is pretty fantastic. So for all of all of you ladies out there who are pre-menopausal or who are going through it right now, um, Tracy is the one for you to connect with. Um, but I really want to start with because she has an amazing story. And so I want us to really sit back and listen to her story of the things that she traveled through throughout her life and how she even ended up as an entrepreneur. So listen, get your notebooks together. Tracy, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you. Excellent. Welcome. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So Tracy, um, give us a little bit of background. Who is Tracy Montgomery? Where did you get started? Tell us a little bit about your your story. Okay, so I am an ex-science teacher, high school science teacher. That was my background. Previously, before that, I came to that through a very weird way because I used to work with horses. So I've been on a quite uh, circuitous journey. So not the normal plan that everybody starts off with. Um, And I got quite a long way up the management scale as a chemistry teacher. So I was doing quite well there. And then I had a funny little illness that meant that I couldn't drive for quite a while. And I had to rethink where I worked. So I pivoted to working online. Now, at the time, I was married. I had a young daughter and things were still looking good working online. So I've been working in the online space for um, 10 years, but I was working for an online school to start off with. So Mm -hmm. that's where I started my journey online. But it's also when things started to change a little bit in my home life and personal life. So, yeah, young daughter, married, we were doing the normal, happy family relationship, family going places and 
things started to change slightly sure. in our home environment. Sure, sure. And so ladies, what I want you guys to hear again, we keep hearing this over and over again. Um, you mentioned how um, your journey was kind of all over the place. It wasn't a straight line from I was born and then I became an entrepreneur. Like, <laughs> you know, it was, it was very, you know, um, sporadic and unplanned and, um, you know, uneasily, not easily anticipated in terms of like the different stops along the way. Um, so I want to point that out for someone who's listening, who feels lost right now. I need you to hear that just because you're not where you want to be, it doesn't mean that you're not going to end up where you're supposed to be. Um, this is just a stop along the way. And so like Tracy has said, she had a lot of different stops um, to go from horses to high school science. Um, and then, you know, later down the line to coaching. Um, it, it's very, very interesting. So, so Tracy, tell us about the pivot. I know you mentioned the sickness um, and I know that you mentioned um, transitioning to working online. So tell us about the transition into the, the rougher space. Yeah, so I was working from home and my then husband, had a minor operation that went a little bit wrong and caused him to have complications. It ended up with him being in a power chair and unable to walk. Hmm. So I became his carer and I was quite happy to be his carer. I was quite happy to look after him, but he didn't deal with the mental aspects of the change in his personal circumstance. And he became abusive Mm. to myself and my daughter. And he prevented us from going and doing the normal family things like shopping. We had to shop online. I wasn't even allowed to go to the shops. Mm. Things like that started to get a little bit silly um, and overbearing. And it's like with most people it's not one of the things you talk about I couldn't talk about it because I didn't see people to talk about it so nobody knew what we were going through to all intents and purposes we still looked like the happy family that were going places and had all our little ducks lined up and things were looking rosy but behind those closed doors it wasn't and my husband's illness it's got to a stage where we had to have lots of adaptations for him and he forgot that we were still part of his world and we still needed care and nurturing as well right at a similar point my daughter also had an illness (laughs) we seem to be collecting illnesses in a very short amount of time And she ended up in hospital and being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Mm. So that is something that is not going to go away and is life-threatening to her. So we manage that. We do quite well at managing that. But there became a conflict between her condition and my husband's condition to the point that it was detrimental to her health. And things spiralled things got um, incredibly challenging and we got to a point where we actually lost our home we were homeless and we were in quite a severe amount of debt and that was the point where I decided that this relationship needed to end 
the transition point from being in a relationship that was so controlling and so claustrophobic and so detrimental. We needed to do something about it. So we had to separate, which we have done. Mm -hmm. But because of, um, I suppose, the damage that he'd done, the confidence, my confidence to go out and do anything had gone. I didn't feel like I could work. I didn't feel like anybody wanted to talk to me. I didn't feel like my friends wanted to talk to me. They then, thought that things were fine. Uh, that's why I wanted to ask um, two questions. One, um, did you have family and friends that were around regularly enough to even, know, and it sounds like you didn't because you said that nobody could really tell um, what was going on. And so that to me speaks to, um, the strength that we have as women to really put on and make it look like everything is okay. Um, and it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Because here you are, you're, you're strong enough to present like everything is good when it's really not. Um, so on one hand, you're a great actress, but on the other hand, you know, our families suffer as a result of that. Um, you know, and so then I want to also wanted to also, um, point out slash ask about, um, you mentioned your confidence kind of wavering and, and kind of dying down before this, uh, this transition, right. Were you naturally confident? Like, were you like, you know, strong and like, I'm going to go take over the world. Like, were you that way before getting into this, in this relationship? Yeah, I was, I used to to have in my earlier year my 20s and 30s there were comments about oh nothing gets you down you wouldn't be put off by anything you've always got something that you're doing that you're progressing for so yeah I used to have a huge amount of confidence I would nothing would stop me nothing would put me off and then we went through this period where my confidence got totally rocked and I think a lot of it was my age at the time as well because in my 20s and 30s, when things went wrong, my time frame was huge. You know, your time frame in front of you when you're 20, 30, early 40s, you're looking and you've got, yeah, I've got loads of time. This happened to me in my late 40s, early 50s. And I'm like, oh, my timeline and the expectation that I should be somewhere else at that point in my life really affected my confidence and how I could present and move forward with where I was I've got I knew I had skills I knew my bucket of skills was huge but the getting past the confidence side I found really really difficult and really quite debilitating for quite a few years sure Sure. I, now I want to also, I want to commend you um, for even having the mental uh, self-awareness to make the decision and say, okay, something has to change. And that, that first thing that needs to go is this relationship because this is not how we're supposed to live. Um, and so I want to speak to somebody who's listening right now who feels like they're in an unchangeable situation. Um, I need you to hear that you can always change your situation. That doesn't mean that you decide no today and then you're going to go out and live in roses and butterflies and lilies. That doesn't mean that the road ahead is going to be easy, but it will, um, change is possible. 
um, change is possible. There is support out there, even if you can't find it in your immediate circle or your immediate family, somebody out there will support you. There are resources out there. Um, and so I want you to know that you're, you can dream. You can dream again. You can make a choice and say, you know what? How I'm living right now is not where I want to be. I'm going to change it. Um, and so, and then Tracy, that's, that's what you did. You said, you know what, this is not good for me and my daughter. I have to do something different. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think it's something that as women, we always think that we can fix things. So you hang in there for as long as you can trying to fix what is wrong. And you know, you can fix it. You know, you've got the tools that can sort things out to make things better, but there has to be a point where you think mm, I'm going to have to go somewhere else to fix other things and leave the damaged part behind because some things are out of your own capabilities and that is a difficult decision for somebody that's going through the same thought of things I went through because it is that and it's thinking that you have failed but it's knowing that you haven't failed, you haven't failed, you're just making things better for yourself and better for your family. And it's a totally different path to go on. It is the choice of which path you want to take, but it has to be yours and you have to work out that it is the path that you want to go on to. Yeah, yeah. And you have to own it. You have mm -hmm. to own it. Um, you know, like I said before, it may not be easy, but it's yours. Um, and, you know, and sometimes, Tracy, like you said, sometimes fixing the situation is ending it. Yes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes that is the fix. You know, you try to fix the person and you try to fix the house and you try to fix the money. Sometimes fixing it is ending it. You know, yes. and I think somebody probably needs to, somebody else probably needs to hear that today as well. Um, sometimes that is the fix. Um, and so, so Tracy, once you made that decision, um, we don't have to, you know, necessarily hash out the entire process, but um, just give us some key things. Like once you made that choice, what are some key things that you remember as you were kind of digging your way out of that dark place? Um, the main thing that I remember at the time was once I had made the decision that we needed to change our situation, I verbalized it. I said to people around me that I hadn't seen for a very long time, this is what I'm doing. This is what's happening. And what suddenly happened was an outpouring of support. Mm. I didn't realize actually how many people were there for me. Mm. And I didn't realize that it was something as simple as saying this this is what's happening, this is what I need. And the amount of people that surprised me with their support and went out of their way to help was the key point. And that's why I think that we tend as women to think we can do it all by ourselves and right. that we can move forward on our own. And sometimes there are people just waiting for that little key to say, yep, yeah, I'll help you. Right. What can I do? Right. We have to be able to speak up and, and voice when we need help. Um, and that's hard, Tracy. That is yeah. hard for us. Yes. Strong women who got it together and, you know, <laughs> and, and, and 
you know, your strength, even in that, because like we talked about a little while ago, you are able to smile and, and be present as if everything was okay when things were not okay. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that there was a level of shock that people you know experienced when you actually told them what was going on and that you were leaving and all these different things. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that the response was an outpouring of support. Um, but I have to imagine that some of them were like, you were going through what? <laughs> like, yes. you know, um, and so that, that's amazing. Um, that's amazing. And so ladies, as you're listening, you may hear yourself in this conversation. Maybe your situation wasn't necessarily the relationship. Maybe it was an unhealthy lifestyle that you were stuck in. Maybe it was, you know, just a lack of vision and being in a, in a depressed place that you were stuck in, but she made a choice to change it. And then she started to talk about it. That is something that I want you to hear and take away. You have got to talk about what you're going through because I'm going to tell you right now, while it's your choice to get out of it, you can't do it all by yourself. We need help. We were born into this world needing help, right? (laughs) So, you know, we never get to the place in our lives where we just don't need anyone. We were born and... We were born and created for connection and community. Um, and, and just as much as you were born to be supported, you were also born to support others. Um, and so Tracy, I want to pivot here after, um, overcoming this, this hardship in your life. Um, it sounds like your confidence came back. It sounds like you identified now a way to uplift and empower other women, um, you know, as a result of your business. So, so kind of take us into that shift. Um, now that your confidence is back and everything is, is on its way up. When did you decide to start your business? Yeah, it's, um, it was more of a necessity than a, um, conscious decision. I think it was the, do I go back into the workplace? We talk about my confidence being there my confidence to go back into the workplace was not there I didn't want to front people in a workplace situation but I wanted to help and support so I decided the best way to do that was for me to set up on my own and use the skills from my teaching skills Mm -hmm. and pivot those because a lot of teaching is coaching and also those skill sets that we forget about being female because we as we've said throughout this women are very good at helping to spin other people's plates but as usual we forget our own plate needs spinning as well and a little bit of support in there so the skill set was there the choice was the I really don't want to go out and start writing those application forms go into interviews that side of thing I didn't want to do at all so working for myself and the having with your own business you've got ownership you've got more control over when you talk what you talk about how you talk and how you present yourself so that was something that I think from the situation I'd come through, I wanted to have ownership, more ownership of me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ownership. 
ownership, ownership, ownership. Um, and so I like that you expressed that it kind of came out of a necessity. Um, and, and because what it sounds like is Tracy, you found yourself, you know, mm -hmm. you found yourself. And so even choosing to walk away from the relationship, it was almost like you were, you were literally choosing life and there were just layers. So that was the first step. The next step was, you know, getting support and reaching out for help. The next step was realizing that there's more to life than this. The next step was realizing that you have a passion for something other than, you know, teaching and, you know, and then really identifying, well, what do I want? You have to have that yeah. conversation with yourself. What do I want? What do I want out of this life? Like, yes, I want my daughter to have the best life possible. I want to be surrounded by people that I love, but what do I want? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to leave um, as my mark on the world, right? Um, you know, so yeah, I love that, you know, it, it kind of all like kind of takes you up a hill almost. Um, yes, yes, you know. and it is a hill because it's not a something that can happen straight away it has to be in stages so it is a progression one on top of the other you get over one hurdle then you've got the next hurdle so it's not a oh today I've decided that I am it's a gentle I would say progression and it has to be I mean I know we we often talk about getting out of your comfort zone but you have to have a comfort zone to fall back on so that you are able to go further up that hill and progress as you go and have the comfort of knowing that even if that step up is a little bit too much at the moment you can always back down a little bit before going back again absolutely so so Tracy what I hear you saying is you're leaving room to be gracious to yourself in, yes. in along the way, um, to not be too hard on yourself, you know, and I think we're really good at that as women, we are really good at beating up, beating ourselves up. We're really good at tearing ourselves down and coming up with reasons why we can't do it, especially after we've gone through so much in our lives. Um, you know, there's a thought that comes up sometimes where it's like, you know what, it's just too hard. I'm just going to mm -hmm. stay where I'm at because it's too hard. I don't want to go yeah. back to work and be around people. It's too hard. I don't want to try to start the business. I don't know anything about business. It's too hard. I don't want to be a stellar mom. I just want to, you know, the status quo, the kid has clothes and food. That's it. Because the rest of it is too hard. I don't yeah. want to work at my marriage because it's too hard, right? Like we just have these, these barriers that we have to work through. And so um, I love how you fleshed that out there. Um, so tell us now that you are, um, been in business now for a little over a year, right? Um, mm -hmm. Tell us what you do and how you impact the lives of the people that you work with. So I look at where you're at on your journey at the moment. So when we're talking about menopause and perimenopause, there are lots of different avenues that we can explore. One of them being your confidence. And with, um, when you start into the menopause journey with perimenopause, anxiety comes up an awful lot. So when I talk to my clients, I talk about the triggers that have put you where you find that you can't move the next day. Because sometimes at the anxiety side, 
can be quite paralyzing and quite debilitating, let alone the fact that the levels of hormones that are doing whatever our hormones are doing that day, because they're not doing the same as they did yesterday, can cause the hot flashes, the sleepless nights, the brain fog. We've got all of that going on and we've got the age concerns going on. So I discuss where you're at, what strategies we can put in place. So we're looking at day by day strategies in some time so that we can do um, planning, we can do mindfulness, we can make sure we're getting exercise, all the things that we sometimes forget about. And then we will discuss the menopause, whether it's a natural route that you would like to go through, whether it's a medicinal route. So we look at a holistic approach to moving you forward and also with perimenopause and the menopause it's that big change that yeah you go through it but nobody discusses the actual going through it the journey part of it because right. everybody's is so different sure. because it's like motherhood some, yes exactly yeah. yes yeah that's that's yeah. I love that um really what you're walking your clients through is what you kind of had to walk through by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you take the things that you learned from your experience and now you're helping people not have to go it alone. Um, and, and ladies, as you're listening, I need you to hear the reoccurring theme that when we finally start to do the business that we were purposed to do, it's impacting other people's lives. It's bigger than us. You know, Tracy might work with someone and then they have a breakthrough and now they're able to go on and start their business. That's going to impact other lives, right? Like it's literally the gift that keeps on giving one. And two, I really also want to point out the fact that Tracy's um, area is very specific and it's not common. Like this is the first time I've ever heard of a menopause in the workplace coach. But that goes to show that there's room for all of us out here to do what we've been purposed to do. You know, like you, Tracy, were purposed for this space because you have gone through it. You're going through it. You know what to what to look out for and you're equipped to help other people through that. And so I'm, I'm excited um, about your business. I'm excited about the women that are going to be able to um, live as a result of having yeah. worked with you, um, you know, so I, I truly appreciate you sharing today. Um, and so as we land the plane here, I want to, um, I want you to give a last uh, motivation or last encouragement to all who are listening. Like I said, everyone listening, it, you know, it, there's lots of different kinds of women listening. Um, but I really, truly feel like some of the things that you share today really resonated with many of us. Um, so mm -hmm. what are some, some last thoughts you would like to share before we go? Yeah. So the hormonal journey is something that we're all going to go through. What we don't do very well is discuss it we don't talk about it and you will find that if you start the conversations everybody within that conversation is going to be going through a different path and a different journey and you can pick up where people are and how people are managing their own journey and externalizing it yourself stops you from feeling isolated because that's something that we often do during this phase the big change it's I mean it's 
we don't often call it menopause or perimenopause. We call it the change and you're out the other side (laughs) of it. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, what happened? And (laughs) we don't discuss discuss how we got to the other side of it. But for some, the actual journey can be quite debilitating. So if we discuss it, if we realize we're not on our own, because we're all going to go through it, all of us are going to go through it at some point. Then if we know that and we reach out to others, then it can make the journey a lot, lot easier. Awesome. Awesome. So what I hear you saying is that we're better together. Yes, <laughs> we are. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy. Um, tell the people where we can find you. And if, you know, someone wants to work with you, what you have going on that, that they can take advantage of today. Yeah, the easiest place to find me is my website, which is tracymontgomery.org. And you can also find me on YouTube as well, which is still under Tracy Montgomery as well. So I'm all over as Tracy Montgomery. So I'm quite easy to find. Awesome. Very good. Well, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Such an awesome conversation. Tracy, thank you again for for gracing us with your amazing story and your encouragement. Um, Ladies, make sure that you continue to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode of the Brittany Smith podcast and make sure you join us over on Facebook in the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators, also known as F3C, um, Facebook group where we can hang out, chat, and get to know each other a little bit better. Um, But until then, I'll see you next week on another episode of the Brittany Smith Podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.